Today on the flagship show on the Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast. For the first time since 2004, this is a show programmed by you. This is the Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast All Request Special. And it begins now. Since 1996, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Hello everyone, Eric Woods here. It has been a long time since I've done a solo show, but it's great to be behind the mic again, uh, talking to you once more, and today's program is going to be a special one, and it's going to be the first of many, I, I promise. But first of all, before we get into the program, I just want to make sure that you know how to contact us here at Cinematic Sound Radio or Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast. Uh, Email is a great way, cinematicsound at yahoo.com. You can find us on Twitter at Radio, Facebook at Cinematic Sound. Uh, We're all over the place as well. And you know what? If you like this show, and I I really hope you do, and, and even if this is your first time listening, Uh, If you like what you hear, then, you know, if you could do me a favor, I would love it if you could go on to your favorite podcatcher and just rate the program for us. You don't even have to write anything down. Just give us a five-star rating, and it really does help with the show and helps new listeners find the program. In addition to that, if you are interested in joining the Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast Patreon and that fantastic community, then head over to patreon.com slash cinematic sound radio. And there you can find a whole slew of interesting perks. Like you can get an inside look at uh, what my shows used to sound like when they were on FM radio back in the day in between 1996 and 2006. So you get to listen to exclusive FM archival programs. Uh, Some of the other Benefits include access to the Discord server. It's not very busy, but it's a way that you can talk with the community. Uh, Community is super important to me. Also, you have a chance with some of the higher tiers to program your own show. Or if you'd like, you can come on a program with me, talk to me for an hour, and we'll play whatever tracks you want to play. Having said that, that tier is now unavailable, but I will be making a couple of more spots available in that tier in the near future. But we'll see how the uh, live show with fans goes. And those will be produced sometime in November and December. And I think it'll be a lot of fun. Another thing that you get to do is you get a chance to participate in this very program, which is the all request show. I haven't done an all-request program in years. It has been forever. I don't think it was... I mean, I did a bunch on FM, but I'm trying to think back and looking through my emails, when was the last time I did this? So the last time I did an all-request show was back in 2004. That's how long it's been, and I've wanted to do one 
for the longest time, but I thought I would make it special. So those that have joined Cinematic Sound Radio's Patreon, again at patreon.com slash cinematicsoundradio, I'm going to give you a chance. I like to do this bi-monthly if possible, a chance to uh, listen to a track that you selected. And once I started getting all of the tracks in and listening to the playlist as well, you guys did a great job. I mean, there's obvious tracks in here from, uh, you know, big budget uh, blockbusters, as well as one track that I had never heard before. And then only a few days ago, I got this incredible email from one of my patrons. And, you know, my request to everybody that was participating in this was to send me a track and tell me a little bit of why you, you want to play it on the program, which is, which is fine. But this person wrote an in like three paragraphs and it was so heartwarming. I'm going to save it to the end of the show. It's a fantastic email and I'm so glad uh, he wrote it and is letting me share it here on the program. I mean, I'm not saying that all of the patrons who are participating in the All Request show have to do this, but I just love learning more about my fans, my listeners, and you know who they are and, and why they enjoy film music and when was the first time they started listening to the program. It's just so fascinating to me. So, um, and also I'm going to, since it's my show, I'm going to play a track for you at the end of the show as well, because I can. So I hope that the patrons who participated enjoy this program, but I also hope that those that didn't participate enjoy the show as well. And again, I'm not forcing you to uh, participate in the program or join the Patreon. This is, the show is always free and I just want you to enjoy the best content here. And I think that uh, listening to tracks selected by the listeners is uh, makes for interesting content and makes for an interesting program. So let's just dive right into it. So the first request comes from Max Hamulak. And here's what Max had to say. He said, sorry, a little late with sending a response. In honor of it just coming out, I thought it would be nice to feature a track from So Say We All, if that's okay. So I would like to hear Storming New Caprica. I mean, why not go with that one? It's a little over the seven minute mark. So if it's too long, please let me know. Trust me, there are longer tracks here on the program, Max. So to open up today's program, here is Max's request. It comes from Bear McCreary's score to the reimagining of Battlestar Galactica. More specifically, this comes from season three. And this is, for me, one of the greatest action tracks ever composed, one of the greatest tracks composed for the entire series. This one gets played a lot here in the Woods household. This is Storming new Caprica.
Storming New Caprica from Battlestar Galactica by Bear McCreary. It comes from Season 3. La La Land Records released that album, and that request comes from Max Hemulak. Our next request here on Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast All Request Show comes from Dave Williams. He writes, Hi, Eric. Hope you're doing well. Glad to see the channel is flourishing, as well as your flagship shows. I'm particularly enjoying Lee Bricknell's filmic episodes. My request for the All Request Show is... Soul Bridge and End Titles from Island of the Lost Souls by Jane Antonia Cornish. It's big sweeping stuff that reminds me of early David Arnold. Cheers. David, I am so, so glad you picked this track. I have been planning to produce a all-female composers program, but I put that on the back burner for a reason, and I'm not going to let you know why? Because there's a certain program that is right now in pre-production that I'm super excited to hear one of these days. Again, no rush to the person that's putting it together, but I th- really do think it's going to be one of the best programs ever produced here at Cinematic Sound Radio. I'm sure you can guess what the topic is. Uh, but when I was going to present uh, music from uh, female composers on their own show, this was one of them. This was one of my favorite scores of the year when it was released back in 2007 and it is an incredible score and you're right it does remind you of those early scores by david arnold like stargate uh, godzilla uh, independence day it's a massive massive score and if you've never heard it before this track soul bridge in the untitles is quite possibly the perfect way to introduce you to this score written by the extremely talented Jane Antonia Cornish. Great selection, Dave. Enjoy.
that was Soul Bridge and end titles from Island of Lost Souls with original score composed by Jane Antonia Cornish. Great track requested by Dave Williams. This is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network and you're listening to the flagship show with Eric Woods. Our next request comes from Victor Field and he had this to say. I'd like to request the main title from David Newman's score from The Spirit, because I was always hoping David Newman's time on Joss Whedon's Serenity would have led him to scoring The Avengers. Being a huge fan of Alan Silvestri, I didn't mind the final choice for that. Well, I guess he got to score a comic-based film with Samuel L. Jackson and Scarlett Johansson anyway, just not a good one. Also, David Newman needs more love for his music. I could not agree more. Victor, who is out of London, and he said it's London, the England one, not the one in Canada. <laughs> uh, London, Ontario, it's it's a literally an hour-long drive uh, west from me. Anyway, Victor, great choice. This is one of my favorite uh, David Newman tracks. And I really do think it's easy to hear uh, the two composers that he was inspired by when he was writing this score. I won't give it away, um, but if you've never heard The Spirit, then, you know, try try and guess which composers inspired David Newman to write this piece. The main title from The Spirit.
but you pick up on the influences. I think they're pretty easy. Ennio Marconi and uh, Danny Elfman. And boy, did that uh, that quote from Batman ever come out of nowhere, huh? That's Victor Field's request. Thank you very much for the request. And the score, uh, available on Verez Cerebend Records. Our next request comes from Don Mays. Don has this to say. Hi, Eric. My request for show number one is Stay from Interstellar by Hans Zimmer. This is track number five. Note that there is also a track called S-T-A-Y, which is number 15 as well. I generally really like Hans Zimmer's scores, but his work for Interstellar is definitely a typical Zimmer, and it still stands out. The simple themes are supported by the unique orchestration featuring fantastic use of pipe organ, and the end result is a memorable supporting score for a beautifully shot film. Thanks, Don from Maryland. Could not agree more with you, Don. This is one of my all-time favorite Zimmer scores. It was on my top 20 scores of the past decade. And the track you chose is one of the top tracks I think ever composed. I would easily put it on that list. And if you can remember, during my best of the decade scores, this scene, Stay, just has a very personal and emotional response to it. In the movie, this is where Matthew McConaughey's character is saying goodbye to his daughter as he gets ready to blast off and try to find a new home for everybody on Earth. And there is a possibility that Matthew McConaughey might never return. So this might be the last time he ever sees his daughter. And Zimmer scores this very, very delicately. And just listening to his daughter say, stay, it's just heartbreaking. And then Zimmer just piles on the emotion at the end of this cue. And uh, it wrecks me. Tears come streaming down from my eyes always. So Don, thank you very much for making this request. Great track. Here is Stay from Interstellar by Hans Zimmer.
don't know, makes me cry every time. That's Day from Interstellar by Hans Zimmer. That request goes out to Don Mays. Thank you very much for that one. Great, great selection. Bringing you the very best music for film, TV, and video games, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Our next request comes from Al Brown. I'm Alphonse from Pearland, Texas. My choice for the All Request show is the track Big Mama from the film Same Kind of Different as Me by John Piazzano. This is the one track I've never heard before, so this is why I do this show. I'm hearing stuff I've never heard before. This is just absolutely fantastic. So Al continues, I recently watched this film and noticed that the music seemed to be a nod to Thomas Newman's scores of the mid to late 90s. There's a good number of tracks that I enjoy, but this one I always seem to go back to. But the one that I seem to always go back to is Big Mama. It's so heartfelt that oftentimes as I listen to it, it brings tears to my eyes. Thank you, Eric, for all the great work that you do. I look forward to the show. Be well. Great choice. <laughs> really great choice. Like I said, I have never heard it before. Thank you for introducing me to this score. This is Same Kind of Different as Me by John Piazzano. This is the track Big Mama.
That was the track Big Mama from the film Same Kind of Different as Me by John Piazzano. And that request goes out to Alphonse Brown. Thank you very much for that one. Again, that, that score is new to me. Up next, we have a request from Douglas Lacey. Douglas has this to say. Eric, my selection for the all-request show is the cue Death of Captain in title from John Barry's score to 1971's The Last Valley from the Silva re-recording of the complete score or from the original recording released on Entrada and later Quartet titled slightly differently as Death of the Captain and title. Don't worry, we're going to play the re-recording. I was a latecomer to this Barry score and was unfamiliar with his early score for The Lion in Winter, a closely related cousin to The Last Valley music-wise. But it's absolutely gorgeous with this cue being a clear highlight for me. It features Barry's typical long-line melodies of the 70s and 80s and some incredibly sublime wordless choral portions. For example, starting around... 250 into the re-recorded cue with the men's choir and then the women joining in around 320. It builds to a satisfying finale. I couldn't agree more, and I really do like the re-recording that Silva Screen Records uh, produced with the City of Prague, Philharmonic with Nick Rain conducting. So this is Death of Captain and title from John Barry's 1971 score to The Last Valley.
That was music from the 1971 film The Last Valley, written by John Barry. That was the track Death of Captain and Title, and that one goes out to Doug Lacey. From Kitchener, Ontario, Canada, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network, and you're listening to The Flagship Show with Eric Woods. Our next request comes from William Welch, and here's what he has to say. Hi, Eric. It's funny, he just starts off the note with, there's no goodbye, only love from the late, great James Horner score to The Perfect Storm. (laughs) Perfect, I get it, totally. (laughs) The film is based on the book that depicts the true events of The Fishing Boat, Andrea Gale. The film, although star-studded, received mixed reviews. However, the score was fantastic, and for me, it's up there with the best of Horner's work. It is wonderfully lyrical and has some beautiful melodies, such as the main theme, which appears in this track. This track starts gently with strings, an acoustic guitar, and then the melody appearing on solo clarinet. The track then moves on and becomes more emotional. I'm sure the score actually makes you feel more for the characters than if you had on a substandard score. While the film may not be the best, the score is a classic from Horner and should be in everyone's record collection. Will from the UK. I love this score. Great track, by the way. And I I recently showed this film to my kids and they absolutely loved it. And, uh, you know, hearing James Horner's score in context again was uh, was a great thrill. When James Horner passed away, there was... So I forgot who organized it, but on his birthday that year after his passing, I think it was like at 10 o'clock in the morning, uh, there was a request that all soundtrack fans basically stop and play their favorite cue at that time. So I think, just think it's fantastic that at, at one moment in time, you know, the people who were participating, we were all listening to our favorite James Horner cues. And, you know, I decided to play the opening track from this score, it it just feels like um, an accumulation of everything great about James Horner. Uh, there's excitement, there's lush themes, and deep emotion. And you're absolutely right in your description of this score. It's, I think it's one of his best, and this track normally doesn't get a lot of love. It's, it is the finale cue. You're right. The emotions invoked in this cue are are simply stunning. No one did it better than James Horner. This is There's No Goodbye, Only Love, from James Horner's score to The Perfect Storm.
That goes out to William Welch. Thank you very much for your request. That was There's No Goodbye, Only Love for The Perfect Storm by James Horner. Before we get to our next request, if you do want to participate in the next All Requests show, you have to be a patron of Cinematic Sound Radio. Uh, like I said, all of these shows are always going to be free till the end of time. But if you do want to participate, then you know, show us a little love and a little bit of support. You can become a patron and you too can then participate in the all request show. And that should come up. Uh, the second one should come up in a, in a few months time. So again, patreon.com slash cinematic sound radio. If you want to join the community and support the program. Bringing you the very best music for film, TV, and video games, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Our next request comes from Alan Rogers. I've known Alan forever. It feels like it's forever. I think he's fantastic. Uh, we've had uh, Zoom chats, and we've talked in private before, and we've known each other from the Score Reviews uh, website, which then turned into maintitles.net. So uh, it's just great to see um, Alan on board the Patreon train and supporting the show. And it's I was really, really interested to hear what track he was going to choose because... Alan has a very unique taste in film music and he really, really does love supporting the smaller scores from unknown composers, from smaller films. If you get a chance, go to his real music website and read his reviews. There aren't too many people doing what Alan Rogers does. And I really think that he deserves more love. So I was, like I said, very interested to, to, to read and, and see which track he chose, and he didn't disappoint. Alan writes this, It's been really difficult trying to choose a single track for your request show. Too many great tracks out there. I have ended up trying to select something that's a bit different, and it might be difficult for you to link it to the other tracks that were selected by the other patrons. So it's going to be interested to hear how you do it. <laughs> then he asks, if this track is acceptable, look, folks, you make a request, I'm going to play it. I don't care what it is, even if it's a score that I hate. This is your show. So don't worry, Alan, the next choice you make, if it's under the skin, then fine, I'll play under the skin. <laughs> the track that he chose this time was on the tumbrel and the getaway from The Omega Man by Ron Grainer. There's two main reasons I chose this one. One personal and one more related to the music itself. The personal reason is that for me, Grainer was for a long time associated with UK TV theme scoring, Doctor Who, Tales of the Unexpected, The Prisoner, etc. And it was a real surprise when I discovered that he also had a film scoring career and for a big Hollywood movie such as The Omega Man. What I like also about this particular track is its quality and variety. Melodic funky, emotional. That piano passage halfway through the track is beautiful with some weird percussive elements added too. And uh, Alan made a very specific request here. He said that he wanted the cut from the updated release of the Omega Man and not the FSM release. And thank goodness I have that cut. But the uh, FSM release, I think that was the first time that the score had been made available on CD. It went out of print 
quickly and it was like a huge collector's item. Anyway, great choice, Alan. Uh, Alan's from uh, the UK. He's been listening to film and TV music from the early 70s. A lot of experience with film music. And I'm just, again, I was so excited to, to hear what his selection was. And so this is it. This is on the tumbrel, the getaway from The Omega Man by Ron Grainer.
That was The Omega Man by Ron Grainer on the Tumbrel and the Getaway. That was requested by my good friend, who I've never seen in person, <laughs> Alan Rogers. I cannot wait to hear and see, read what track you're going to choose for the next show, Alan. Really excited. Great choice. Our second to last request comes from another friend, uh, not just of the show, but I, I do consider him a friend. Again, someone I've never met in person, but we've talked a lot online. Uh, he is the voice of Cinematic Sound Radio. So all the bumpers and stingers you've heard throughout the show so far are by this guy. And, you know, Tim's part of the show, yet he still decided that he was going to support the program through Patreon. Incredible. And uh, Tim's just a great guy. I I love being in his company online. <laughs> I love talking to him. He has such a great passion uh, for soundtracks. He knows what he's talking about. And so he has decided to request a track that he keeps going back to. And it comes from Solo, a Star Wars story. And it's the 11-minute Kessel Run Q from the new deluxe edition release of the score. Tim says this is the best arrangement of Star Wars score material since the Charles Gerhardt albums. And he's talking about all the themes that, the previous themes that John Williams wrote that are in this track. And he also wanted to note that the uh, the playing from the London musicians on this score is simply breathtaking. And I, and I couldn't agree more. This is one of my favorite scores of the past 10 years. Probably one of my favorite scores of all time. Now, John Powell outdid himself uh, with this score. And we are going to play for you, Tim, the Kessel run from solo, the star Wars story by John Powell. Great choice. Love this score. Enjoy folks.
That was Tim Burton's request for Solo, A Star Wars Story, the Kessel Run Q from the new deluxe edition of the soundtrack with music composed by John Powell. From Kitchener, Ontario, Canada, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. So here is the last request of the show, and this is the one I was saving to the end, and this is the one that came in a couple of days ago, and the one that just filled filled me up with so much joy and warmth. And, you know, I, I, like I said, I, I love learning about my listeners. And this one from Joe Wiles, I received his email. I'm just sitting outside on my porch with my wife. We're, we're enjoying our, our morning coffee. And this came in, and I read it, and I was, it was just fantastic. And so... Yeah, just think about it. this is a couple of days ago, me reading this email. So here's Joe's request. He says, good morning, Eric. I'm currently traveling with my family in upstate New York. Just a quick weekend getaway to go and see an old friend. My celebration and history with film music is much like things in my life. Very, very personal. I enjoy what I need when I need it. I don't share or communicate my likes and feelings towards such pieces of music with many others other than my wife, son, and maybe a few friends who know me well enough. So when you asked to share a piece of music for your upcoming request program, I was honored, challenged, and terrified. Do I have the chops to mix with such seasoned professionals? Do I have the confidence to share my findings, seeing that they are so very personal to a time and place in my life? Eric... I live in central Pennsylvania with my wife and 14-year-old son. My wife is a middle high school music teacher, and I'm a classically trained professional chef. That's, that's fantastic to know. I, that part, I was like, cool, I got a professional chef writing to me. Anyway, back to the note. Many years ago, while attending my culinary education and training in Hyde Park, New York, I had hours and hours of long drives going back and forth from home and school during long weekends. I found comfort with my many cassette tapes and CDs along my drive. John Williams was the artist in residence in my car, with the always popular James Horner and many other fan favorites opening acts. It was then I discovered that I always enjoyed compilations as it gave me an opportunity to enjoy other artists that I might not give an ear to. One particular CD titled simply Hollywood 96 was a favorite of mine produced by Verez Cerban Records. It contained a selection of beautiful themes from a very busy year in film score history, but one track always stuck out to me. It was filled with such regal hope and class and it made me think of things to come with my future career and life along with it. Tucked in between Joel McNeely's forgotten theme to Flipper, which goes underappreciated, and Horner's gut punch theme to Courage Under Fire, is a piece that will always hold weight to me. Rachel Portman's theme from Emma. A short piece, but a classy nod to things to come. The struggles and hard work it took to get there, and the path back home. That being said, I'd like to hear the theme from Emma by Rachel Portman. In closing, I'm sitting in a hotel room just before dawn. A chef's life will tell you that if it needs to be done, it's best done before everyone else is awake. As I said earlier, I'm traveling with my wife and son this weekend to see an old friend. We'll be heading into western Massachusetts later this afternoon to have a picnic 
and share some time with someone who has everything to do with who I am today, almost as much as my mom. Tonight is film night at Tanglewood, and although he doesn't know me personally, I will travel to celebrate his contributions to my existence, the journeys we have taken together over the years, and and both our successes. If given the chance, I will tell Mr. Williams hello, and thank you from the Wiles, and all my Cinematic Sound family. Cheers, Joe Wiles. That's a lot to take in. I, I love those personal notes. And the fact that he called us, everyone listening to this program, everybody contributing to the show, the Cinematic Sound family, just the sense of community, uh, it just means so much to me. And um, I didn't know how much of a profound effect that this show would have on me. And I just, this is hands down one of my favorite shows. I, I just love hearing from you guys. And, and you guys have made so many great selections and, and choices, and it's all very personal. And this is, this is the whole reason why, why I do this show. And I'm just so glad that you've all been uh, for the ride, whether it is just in the past few months, a year, or ever since we began. Just thank you for being around and, and being part of what Joe says is the Cinematic Sound family. So with that, I am very pleased to present the track that Joe wants to hear, and it does come from that Hollywood 96 album. This is the theme from the Academy Award-winning score to Emma by Rachel Portman. This is performed by the Royal Scottish National Orchestra with Joel McNeely conducting.
that was Joe Wiles' request for Emma by Rachel Portman, the theme from that score, which won Rachel Portman an Academy Award. Again, great requests, guys. I have just absolutely enjoyed this program, uh, mainly because I didn't really have to write anything anything down. You guys did all the hard work for me. (laughs) Maybe I should just... Make this show all requests from now on, and yeah, you guys can do all the all, all the work, and I can just read stuff that you guys have written. <laughs> it's so easy to do, um, but great show, guys! Uh, fantastic, and and then for those that didn't get a chance to participate but enjoy the show and and feel like that they want to participate and make a contribution to this show, again, the all request program, all the requests are made by fans who are exclusively part of cinematic sound radios patreon again patreon.com slash cinematic sound radio and if you join then you will get a chance to participate in the next all request program uh speaking of patreon uh alan rogers show is coming up soon it's a show that he personally produced so he sent me all the tracks and i will be presenting that show on an upcoming program and there's still a lot of great content here at cinematic sound radio 10 shows folks we produce 10 different shows here on the network and i hope you find something to enjoy again my name is eric woods and i have been your host and i hope you enjoyed the show again Find us at Patreon, patreon.com slash Cinematic Sound Radio. Also, follow us on Twitter at Sound Radio and on Facebook at Cinematic Sound. We're also on Instagram at cinematic underscore sound underscore radio. Also, email us at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. And to end today's program, I'm going to play something. And, uh, you know, I, I went through the the collection, I just wanted to find something that um, maybe you haven't heard before or something a little bit more interesting uh, that isn't from a blockbuster film score or something from John Williams. And uh, this one comes from a film that I think I've only seen roughly 20 minutes of. Um, it's on one of the streaming platforms. And uh, I kind of want to see it. It's sort of in the same vein of you know, like heavy metal. Uh, it's a animated film and a gear towards adults animated film. It's a dark epic fantasy. And it's a, it's an interesting film because they used mostly rotoscoping in this movie. So they actually had the actors act. And then of course they rotoscoped them out and, and made them into animated characters. So it has a really unique fluid look to the animation the musical score was written by william Kraft, and he's a you know not only a composer but conductor and he's a percussionist so he spent many years with the los angeles philharmonic in the percussion section and then he was the principal timpanist for the uh orchestra up until 1985 and during that time, he also found time to, to write some film scores. 
Psychic Killer in 75, Avalanche in 78, Bill in 1981, and then Fire and Ice in 1983. And it is a full-bodied orchestral score. And it's a score that I really should pay attention to more because it's absolutely fantastic. And it was released through By Soundtracks Records, who does a great job of kind of unearthing uh, more obscure titles like this. And you can still find the album for a relatively cheap price. It is, I think, only available right now digitally, but it's a high-res digital download, and you get the PDF of the liner notes, so I highly recommend you check it out. 70 minutes of pure orchestral adventure fantasy music. You can't go wrong with this, folks. So we will end the program with the final track on the album. And of course, as I try to do during each and every show that I produce, we'll play an end title suite. So this is the Fire and Ice end titles from the 1983 animated feature called Fire and Ice with music composed and conducted by William Kraft. This has been the first Cinematic Sound Radio Patreon all request show. I really hope you enjoyed it. Thank you very much for joining me. And until next time, take care wherever you are in this world and happy listening.
Thank you for tuning in to the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. I want to thank Tim Burton for providing his voice for all the bumpers and stingers you hear throughout the show, and to David Casina for providing Cinematic Sound Radio's intro music. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media at Sound Radio on Twitter, at Cinematic Sound on Facebook, and from wherever you're listening to us today, please leave us a five-star rating and a positive review. Reviews help introduce potential new listeners to the show. While you're at it, head over to TeePublic to find yourself a Cinematic Sound Radio t-shirt and support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash cinematicsoundradio. And don't forget to check out Cinematic Sound Radio at cinematicsound.net. <laughs>